0: Just lift up your voice and Father, we thank you For the gathering of the saints For the gift of life, for your mercy, for your love, for your grace We thank you, O oh God, that you have made tonight possible For the sharing of thy word, O oh God to we subdue worthy any worthy. voice that is not that is yeah. not of you yeah. we subdue yeah. any yeah. power that is not of you tonight in jesus mighty name we pray take control god take charge be enthroned in jesus mighty name we pray and the believers will shout a huge amen how many of us believe that our God is glorious our God is glorious Romans chapter eleven verse thirty-four. The Bible says, "For who has known the mind of God? Who has known the mind of the Lord?" Who has known the mind of the Lord? Lord? Is he not glorious? Who has known? Show me who. Show me who. The Bible. said, Romans chapter 11 verse 34, or who has become the Lord's counselor, show me just one, two people who have become counselors of God, have you ever met a man that counseled God, have you ever encountered a man that counseled God, have you ever met a man that counseled God, the Bible is asking, for who amongst you has known the mind of God, adegade Paradox, Ikade paradox, Ikata paradox, Ikata bada bada, Ra paradox. Tonight we call upon that glorious God that nobody knows His mind. That glorious God that nobody counts us to ascend. Adima, in our mess, in the name of Jesus, of Adal, Ikada, Ikada, bada, bada, ikata bada, 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 bada. We are called the, the <laughs> Leviticus chapter 24, verse 10. The service has begun. The mind of God. For who has known the mind of God and who has become his counselor? Leviticus chapter 24, verse 10. One day, Azura da He grabbed up shop, my had to pull out He took them out of the house, rah, lap pulled Somebody say what a God, what a God, what a God what a God somebody declare what a God listen to this leviticus of the 24 verse 10. one day a man who had an israelite mother and an Egyptian father came out of his tent and got into a fight with one of the Israelite men. Verse 11. During the fight, this son of an Israelite woman blasphemed the name of the Lord with a curse. So the man who brought, so the man was brought to Moses for judgment. His mother was sinometh and sorry the daughter of Debri of the tribe of Dan let me read again Leviticus chapter 24 verse 11 the Bible said during the fight this son of an Israelite woman blasphemed the name of the Lord with a curse to blaspheme means to act or to offend to offend God by speaking in a profane manner or to speak about God, in a profane manner, or to speak of the sacred things, in a profane manner, the Bible said, the man blasphemed the name of God with a curse, I declare upon you, that none of you under the sound of my voice shall ever blaspheme the name of God, no matter what will happen, you will never blaspheme the name of God with a curse, say I will never I would never. He blasphemed the name of God with a curse, with a curse, with a curse. And if you are foolish enough to blaspheme the name of God with a curse, what do you think is coming upon you? There are people who are battling curses because they blaspheme the name of God with a curse. Verse 12, then they put him in custody. That the mind of the Lord might be shown to him. Which means that the people who blaspheme the name of God do not know the mind of God. Am I preaching to somebody? Which means that when you come to know the mind of God, then you can never blaspheme the name of God. Because you have come to the place of knowing. You have come to the place of understanding. You have come to the place of learning. So. So you can never blaspheme the name of God. He was put in custody that the mind of God might be shown to him. Which means that number two, the mind of God can be shown to people. That is what I am trying to do tonight. Because the Bible said the man was arrested. That the mind of God would be shown to him. I pray that the Lord through me will show you his mind. Who show his mind concerning your future concerning your marriage concerning your future concerning your career concerning your job I pray that the Lord through me might reveal his mind to you and pray that at the end of the service you shall come to know the mind of God you shall come to know the mind of God that you shall no longer be a victim of the scheme of the devil of the scheme of the devil, I declare upon your life that the Lord shall reveal his mind to you in the name of Jesus. I speak upon your life, I speak upon your heart, I speak upon your spirit, I speak upon your mind. Let it be a revelation, let there be a revelation of the mind of God in the name of Jesus. Something must change in your life tonight. Your perception about God must change. Your idea about God must change. Your, your vision about God must change. In the name of Jesus, somebody declare change now. Somebody declare change now. Somebody declare change now. Change now. Change now. I do yes God yes God they arrested the man that they may show the mind of God to him listen to this and the Lord spoke to Moses saying take outside the camp him who has cursed Eesh. That there are people on earth who have the audacity to cast God uh, and to cast his name. Uh, I speak and pray for mercy uh, for anybody who would dare uh, cast the name of God, uh, who would dare uh, cast the sacred things of God, uh, who would dare uh, cast the workings of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I declare: uh, made the mercy of God uh, I plead by the blood, uh, I plead by the blood uh, that the mercy of God uh, shall come through for us. Uh, that none of you shall be a curse upon yourself. Because of your equality, your blasphemy against God. Now work with me. Work with me. Take outside the camp him who has cursed. Then let all who had him lay their hands on his head. Some of you, you said something in your family and then everybody that heard it, they laid their hands on you. Since then you've been under attack until now. Why? Because you said I will not be a subject to the throne. I will not be a subject to the workings of the devil in my family. I will not follow the patterns of the bloodline in my family. And by making that statement the people who heard it, they have laid their hands against you. The Bible said let everybody who heard him curse lay his hands upon him. And spiritually the believers—they do the same things to us. The people who do not believe in God in our families, in our congregations, in in, in our associations, in our companies—they do it because you said, "I will not do this. I will not follow this pattern. I will not follow this behavior. I will not follow this lifestyle." As a result of that, everybody is against you. I'm not preaching this is just the introduction and the Bible said let him or let them let all who had him lay their hands on his head and let all the congregation stone him to death how can you cast the name of God and expect to live the Bible said he cares the name of God because he didn't understand the mind of God which means that if you do not know the mind of God if you do not understand the mind of God most of the things we do are blasphemous most of the things we say are blasphemous be careful do you know the mind of God concerning the matter do you know the mind of God concerning the subject do you know the mind of God concerning the the ministry be careful that you do not blaspheme and curse the name of God first Samuel chapter 2 verse verse 35 first Samuel chapter 2 verse 35 first Samuel chapter 2 verse 35 then I will raise up for myself a faithful priest now I am believing God that I will be able to explain who a faithful priest is I will be able to raise for myself a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind which means that the definition of a faithful man of God the definition of a faithful Christian the definition of a, of a faithful prophet is one who does what is in the heart of God and does what is in the mind of God now the question is do you even know what is in the heart of God? And do you come close to knowing what is in the mind of God? Do you know? So how do you know that you are faithful? Sometimes, some people demand some level of faithfulness from from us. And yet, these same people do not even understand what faithfulness is. Being faithful to God is doing what is in the heart of God and doing what is in the mind of God. It doesn't matter the gifts you are doing or the gifts you are giving to people. If giving out gifts as of that time is not what is in the heart of God, you are not being faithful. You see, under the New Testament, there is nothing like this is the way. The way is Christ. Have you forgotten? He said, I am the way, which means that we are no longer using the law. We are no longer using any law. Our law is Jesus up so what Jesus says is final when Jesus says fast up fasting is final up when Jesus says pray up praying is final up when Jesus says give up giving is final up it is not about what is written up by the prophets it is about the way the way up not the books up but the way up he said I am the way up those days up the only way to follow God was to abide by the rules of the laws Or the rules written by Moses the laws written by Moses but Jesus came he said I am the way which means that it is not about what is written it is about what I say so God said I am raising for myself a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart according to what is in my mind I will not be moved by what I see I am destined to follow the the will of God I am determined to follow the will of God I am determined to do what is in the heart of God what is in the mind of God I will not be shaken no matter what happens I will do what is in the heart of God sometimes we are pressured into doing things that are not in the will of God we are pressured into doing things that God doesn't approve we are pressured it you do it, takes up uh, that God hasn't commanded her. Uh, why? Uh, because a man of God recommended her. Uh, why? Uh, because a prophet uh, recommended her. Uh, why? Uh, because somebody said up. Uh, but in the New Testament, uh, it is not about somebody up. Uh, it is about Jesus up. Uh, it is not about somebody up. Uh, it is about Jesus up. Uh, what is in the heart of Jesus uh, And what is in the mind of Jesus uh, Am I speaking to somebody up? Uh, you do not do something up uh, because your father is asking her. Uh, You do it uh, because it is in the heart of God. uh. Many of us with ministries, uh, sometimes uh, men of God try to bully us uh, into leaving our ministry uh, to serve their churches, uh, but that is not the case uh, and that is not supposed to be the case uh, because uh, a faithful person uh, is not he that listens to a prophet, uh, but he that does what is in the heart of God. Now, the question is Do you want to listen to a prophet or do you want to follow or do what is in the heart of God? I speak upon your life. Anybody under the sound of my voice, that we shall be able to put God first. We shall be able to place God first. We will not be bullied. We will not be deceived. We will not be intimidated. The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our anchor. The Lord is our peace. The Lord is. Our can so can have. Can oh, how beautiful have. at the feet of they that bringeth good news. Have. This is the good news of God. I am not preaching, this is still the introduction. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 1. Then the Lord said to me, Even if Moses and Samuel stood before me, my mind would not be favorable toward these people. My mind. Even if Moses and Samuel stood before me, my mind would not be favorable toward these people. Cast them out of my sight and let them go forth. Now, listen to this. There are a group of people that even God himself, his mind is not favorable towards. Now let me ask you, if God is against you, what do you do if God himself is against you what do you do that God says my mind will never be favorable toward these people now the question is do you even know the mind of God and how do you know that the mind of God is favorable to you or not how do you know the Lord says, Cast them out of my sight. Imagine praying and speaking in tongues every Wednesday night, midnight video, every Thursday evening. You are praying with us, and the Lord says, Cast them out of my sight. How sad. When the devil is fighting you, is any among you afflicted? Let them pray when you are afflicted by the devil you know your way through it is prayer when you are afflicted by God who help you now I'm going to deal with the scheme of the devil first and then I'll get to the mind of God take me to John chapter 10 verse 10 the scheme of the devil John chapter 10 verse 10 the thief does not come Hmm. except to steal to kill and to destroy this is one of the one of the most popular scriptures in the bible the thief does not come except to steal to kill and to destroy the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy This is the purpose of the devil. This is the purpose of the devil. The scheme of the devil to kill, to steal, to destroy. But the purpose of the devil will never see the light of day. As long as you believe in God, as long as you are trusting God, as long as you are protected by God, you will never be victimized by the purpose of the devil. I pray you will be be saved from stealing you'll be saved from killing you'll be saved from distractions in the name of jesus shout jesus three times listen to this the obvious way in scripture Listen, the obvious way in scripture that the devil tries to steal is stealing people away from God. The first attempt of the devil is to steal you away from God. <laughs> Why do you think he is always trying to bring your way some kind of sins that after sinning through your guilt, you he he might steal you away from God? That is the first purpose of the devil to steal you from God. and everybody goes through this stage the devil pushes you into things or leos you into things that will separate you from god and he did the same thing with eve try to lure you into going against the will of god it's going against the mind of god that he might steal you away from god Jesus gave a parable he said and the sower went to sow and after he went to sleep the thief came to steal the seed from some parts to steal from the people the first thing is to try and steal your soul away to steal your mind away to steal your attention away to steal your purpose The devil planted mistrust about God. The serpent was able to steal Eve's trust away from God. God said, Don't do this. But the devil came and planted something that made the the, the woman go against the will of God, the mind of God that is trying to steal the woman away from God. only things that would take you away from god these are the same things you are involved in these are the same things you can't save yourself from these are the same things you can't do anything about when it comes to these things you just cannot control yourself Jesus. The devil comes to steal away your hope, your confidence, your trust, your peace, any kind of seed that you have sown in God, any kind of investment that you have made in God. These are the same things the devil comes to steal and sometimes it's so shocking that you see people who used to be strong in the things of the spirit. You just see these people falling away because of a series of occurrences because of a series of trials because of a series of offenses why because the thief comes up back to steal there are people here when we started this dream when we started this ministry when we started this vision their hearts were with us but along the line the devil stood stole that trust the devil stole that commitment the devil stole that peace the devil stole that strength the devil stole that energy you realize that these people no longer are committed as they used to be these people no longer have as confident as they used to be have these people are no longer have as strong as they used to be have because the thief comes up except to steal. And many of you, you've realized that your commitment was stolen. You realize that you no longer had the energy to pray, you no longer had the energy to fast up huh? you no longer had the energy to follow up huh? you no longer had the energy up huh, to work with us up huh? and now you've realized huh, that you can no longer pray up huh? you can no longer do anything spiritual on your own huh? and you are thinking up huh, what could this be huh? little do they know that they are under attack the thief has come to steal somebody say the thief People only show up when they see a prophetic service because the thief has stolen their love for the word of God. The thief has stolen their love for the word of God. They want to hear soothing things, things that sound nice in their ears. The thief. He has stolen. You see, there is no prophecy that will change your life. It is a word of God or the word of God that will change your life. Because when a prophecy is given, it is not given to change your life. It is given to direct you. Which means that to follow in the direction of the prophecy, you need the word of God. Did not the Bible say the word is like a light? Onto my feet. A lamp onto my feet and a light onto my path. So, the only way to follow in the direction of the word, the only way to follow the direction of the prophecy is the word of God. It doesn't matter the number of prophecies that will be given. If you still do not have the word of God in you, you are not headed in the right direction so people only join the service when they see a prophetic service they come and receive man of God man of God man of God prophesy to me let the books be open let my file be open let this happen let that happen let this happen and you realize after all the prophecies their lives never change because they have zero percent of the word of God in them they are not moved up they are not moved these people up they are perplexed they have no idea they have no sense of direction they do not know whether they are supposed to move up to the left or to the right. They have no sense of direction. They have no hope. Their only hope is stored in prophecies. But the Bible said all of these things will pass away. None of these things will last. The only thing that will last is the word of God. The Bible said hope, faith, and love. These three things abide. But even among these three, the strongest is the word. The most powerful is love and love is god and god is jesus and jesus is the word so when he said love is the greatest of, he meant god is the greatest of, in other words the word of god is greatest up because the word of god is jesus and jesus is god whenever you see love in the bible It is the same as Jesus. So the Bible says three things abide. Hope, faith, and love. Love is Jesus because God is love and God is Jesus. Jesus is God. I and my father are one. So amongst these three things the Bible said. The greatest is love which means the greatest is Jesus. And Jesus is the word of God which means the greatest is the word. Three things abide the devil comes to steal because of time let me move on the devil comes to kill that is the next thing so mostly you hear prophecies and men of god are prophesying that i see death around you and people wonder hey prophets the everyday death i've heard these things severally. prophets are always talking about death what should we talk about there are three purposes of the devil number one to steal number two to kill number three to destroy so if i am not talking about death what am i talking about there are only three do you understand are we together? I want to know you are working with me ah. listen to this John chapter 8 verse 44 John chapter 8 tonight we are going to use a lot of scripture so work with me John chapter 8 verse 44 for you are the children of your father the devil and you love to do evil things he does anybody that enjoys doing evil you are a child of the devil hey are they born into when you are just so excited about it there's something bad happening to someone you enjoy doing evil when bad things happen to people you say Oh, cheer yes they deserve it you are excited in your heart you are a child of the devil how can you enjoy evil things how can you enjoy doing evil to a brother how can you enjoy evil things that befall a brother you are happy you are excited ah You don't have to be a witch, you are a child of the devil. The Bible said, the devil was a murderer from the beginning. The Bible said, in the beginning God created. But the Bible says, the devil was a murderer from the beginning. Which means that in the case of God, the Bible said, in in the beginning God created. But in the case of the devil, in the beginning the devil murdered. You see? the contrast the first thing that is ever said in the Bible about God is that in the beginning God created And the Bible says As for the devil He was a murderer from the beginning Which means that in the devil In the beginning the devil murdered So God is a creator The devil is a murderer I don't know if I am speaking to somebody When prophets are prophesying, Whenever they begin to speak the mind of God They begin to speak about God creating things And doing new things in your life God forming new things And bringing new things in your life huh? Behold huh? I make and create A new thing huh? But the Bible said huh? The devil has been huh? A murderer From the beginning huh? So the devil In the beginning huh? He murdered huh? I don't know if you get What I am trying to say huh? But what I mean to say Is huh? if you joke up huh? In the beginning huh? The devil will murder huh? Your ministry huh? In the beginning huh? If you joke around huh? The devil will murder huh? Your life huh? In the beginning huh? If you joke around huh? The devil huh? who her anything good have, in the beginning have, the devil doesn't have, have the patience to wait up for a thing to grow up before he kills up because in the beginning have, he met up and look at them, have, the Bible said have, behold have, in Revelation chapter 12 have, there was a pregnant woman have, who was have, a to, have, yet to give birth have, but the Bible said have, the devil waited have, that the woman shall have, shall bring forth her son that he might devour her. Why? Because the devil destroys her, or the devil kills her at the beginning, or at the beginning stage of what I mean to say is when anything is still at the beginning stage, it is prone to be killed by the devil many years ago when we started this ministry, that it was still at the beginning state of uh, the devil sought up uh, to kill her, uh, the devil sought up uh, to murder her, uh, the devil sought up uh, to destroy her. Uh, why, uh, because he is a of uh, from the beginning, uh, he doesn't joke around, uh, he doesn't joke up uh, with the beginning uh, because he knows uh, God is the beginning of uh, Allah. Do, but, but, uh, those uh, who go with God uh, or those who begin with God uh, are likely to stay with God. Uh, so the devil tries. Uh, To kill people in the beginning stage. Ah, I don't know if I am preaching to somebody. I don't know. I don't know if I'm preaching to somebody. I I don't know. Come on, you see, this is why starting something new. this is why starting something new is very difficult because that is the state that the devil usually kills that idea he kills that vision he kills that dream he kills that marriage he kills up so the people who do not have end their marriages up in the first two years first three years first five years are likely never Are likely never to divorce the devil cannot kill the the, the, the devil cannot kill that marriage anymore do you understand what I am trying to communicate this is why men of God suffer a lot when they begin their ministries I I, I have yet to meet that man of God that, that doesn't have a sad story from the beginning of his ministry why why is it so the devil was a murderer from the beginning he has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him when he lies it is consistent with his character be careful many of you act like the devil you can lie about something and also act and be in character for that thing you have the character of the devil you can lie about doing documents for people and also have a character an attitude and a lifestyle to support that lie you have the character of the devil you can lie about being rich and you also have a character and an attitude to support that lie you have the character of the devil so every slay queen you see has the character of the devil most of these women have nothing in fact people who have do not become slave queens do you understand what I'm trying to say these are not my words that is the Word of God John chapter 8 verse 44 when the devil lies it is also consistent with his character that is what makes the devil so special he's not just a liar he's also consistent with his character you can lie about liking somebody. You know you don't like the person and you lie about it and also have a character that supports the lie, have an attitude that supports the lie, have a lifestyle that supports you have the character of the devil. I'm still speaking on the scheme of the devil. You know, the devil and his demons are obsessed with death. The devil and his demons, they are obsessed. As people are obsessed with selfie, people are obsessed with social media, people are obsessed with other things. The devil is obsessed with killing. (laughs) Can I prove it to you? Can I prove this to you? Listen to this. <laughs> Peter, First Peter chapter 5 verse 8. The Bible says, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Which means that he's moving up and down the devil is always looking or moving up and down just looking for somebody that he might eat or kill can you imagine he's just moving around looking to kill somebody that's all but hold your fire I want to enter into deep things there is another example of a demonic possession in Matthew chapter 17, verse 17, verse 15, the Bible says A man brought his son to the disciples to to cast out a demon, but they couldn't. To to be healed by the disciples, but they couldn't. And the Bible said Jesus came back from the mountains and he got angry. And then he asked the man, what is wrong with your son? And and the man said, my son is possessed by a demon. And and whenever the, the demon comes, it often throws him in the fire or it throws him in the water. Think about it demons spirits evil spirits the devil they are so obsessed with death they are obsessed with killing they are obsessed with death why doesn't he throw the boy on the grass why doesn't he throw the boy on the ground but he throws the boy in the fire or in the water such an obsession be careful The devil is so obsessed with killing. Do do not joke with your life. Do not play with your life. Do not undermine the workings of the devil. Do not be a fool. We are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. Listen to this. I want to enter into deep things. In Leviticus chapter 20, when you read verse one to verse five, the Bible says there was a fake God in the Bible and, and his name was Molech. There was a fake God in the Bible, and his name was Molech. And Molech was worshipped through child sacrifice. What an abomination! The devil is so obsessed with death that he would even possess the people to create something called a god by name Molech, and Molech only receives sacrifice and worship through the killing of a child not the killing of an adult but the killing of a child why because the devil has been a murderer from the beginning he loves to kill her from the beginning even when Moses was born he wanted to kill him even when Jesus was born he Wanted to kill him because the devil is so obsessed with the killing of people at the beginning stage, and that is a child. And so, the god by name Molech only receives worship through the killing of a child, through the killing of a baby, through the killing of a new thing. Are you working with me? Why not an adult? why not an adult why a child why not an old woman why a child why not a sick man why think about it think about it think about it you know human sacrifices have never been a thing in the Bible this is why Abraham is so different when God said to him to sacrifice Isaac it was a test to see if he would be willing to do an abominable thing if God asked do you know God has never accepted human sacrifices in the Bible I know people will challenge show me the scripture and let me prove to you that you are wrong why would God create man in his own image and still receive the sacrifice of death of that same thing he has created in his image think about it what's this <laughs> Abraham's wife asked him to do an abominable thing and he did it by sleeping with their servant Hagar to re—sorry—to to, raise a child made through adultery to fulfill God's purpose I want to explain to you why God asked Abraham to sacrifice a son it is an abomination to sacrifice a human being so why is God asking Abraham to do an abominable thing you see you see in the Bible the Bible said anybody that loves a father more than me is not worthy of me anybody that loves a son more than me is not worthy of me anybody that loves a wife more than me is not worthy of me Abraham's wife Sarah asked him to do an abominable thing that went against the mind of God and yet the man willingly did it follow carefully now God needs to know Abraham between me and your wife whom do you love the most now your wife asked you to do an abominable thing you did it now I am also asking you to do an abominable thing let's see if you'll be willing to do it that you do you love your wife more than me the sacrifice had nothing to do with Isaac it was a test it was between Abraham and his wife Abraham and his wife Abraham and his wife follow carefully so God now asked Abraham go and do this abominable thing for me and let's see and Abraham willingly went and he was going to do it and God said now I know do you understand so God was never going to kill Isaac because it is an abomination many of us we love our partners more than God we love our relationships more than God God needed Abraham to realize that I am the one you are supposed to love the most are you here with me type something I need to know you are together are you learning so people say it was a test of faith who said it was a test of faith it was a test to see whether God was his number one not a test of faith the man has believed in God for God to fulfill his promise at age 99 what test again do you need to prove his faith it wasn't about faith your wife asked you to do an abominable thing well you can't this, so I now I am also asking you do an abominable thing unless if you do it so that this is the reason why he didn't tell the wife when he was going to sacrifice Isaac because the test was between him and his wife and so at the end of the day after he came back from that mountain his relationship was over with his wife because the wife didn't understand why he had to place God her ahead of her when you study the Bible carefully you realize that Abraham separated with his wife when he came back up the wife was no longer interested in the marriage why because Abraham had placed God above the wife the wife was not spiritual enough to know that God is supposed to be number one not your wife because Adam made the same mistake and we are all suffering for it God needed a Abraham not to repeat it so God said Abraham make sure you prove to me that I am your number one why is it that Abraham was going to kill Isaac but isaac never had a relation never had an issue with the father <laughs> but the father got back and the wife had an issue because the test was not between abraham and isaac it was between isaac sorry abraham and sarah because of that let's move on in the case of jephthah there was a human sacrifice in the case of jephthah you see in the case of jephthah this man himself swore by god that whoever comes first to meet me after i win the war i will sacrifice him or her to god god never asked for the sacrifice of jephthah's daughter he himself swore it God has never approved human sacrifices in the Bible, but there are gods that receive human sacrifices. There are gods. You see, all these people who do this sacrifice and all that, they kill people, they cut their bodies, they receive their blood, they have to. Some people drink their blood, some people bath with their blood, just so that they can be raised. Think about it. What kind of God demands the blood of a human being, one that's is obsessed with death one that is obsessed with killing one that is obsessed with death these gods are all fools that is why the bible said it is foolishness it is foolishness to be a pagan which means that all gods are fools because there is only one god in this world all the other gods are just demons with a different branding. Water is water. When you put it in vortic, we call it vortic. When you put it in belaqua, we call it belaqua. When you put it in awake, we call it awake. Even though the actual content is water. So in this case, the actual content are all demons. There are no gods, but their branding is what makes them gods but then because of their branding we call them gods because of time let me move on to the last thing to destroy the only human sacrifice that god himself approved of was that of his son jesus christ think about it god is not obsessed with death Hmm. now the third thing remember the thief doesn't come except to kill sorry to steal to kill and to destroy to destroy when given the opportunity Hmm. the devil destroys everything he touches firstly the devil tries to steal you away from God or steal your hope your faith your confidence your love he realizes it doesn't work then now he tries to kill your dream he tries to kill you yourself he tries to kill your career he tries to end your life and he realizes he's failing and then it brings him to the third thing to destroy If the devil cannot destroy your career, then he will destroy your job opportunities. Do you understand? If he cannot kill your career, he will destroy your job opportunities. If the devil cannot kill your marriage, then he will destroy your peace. The devil, he destroys everything he touches. He tries to steal you away from God. It doesn't work. He tries to kill you and your life. It doesn't work. He begins to destroy your material things you have built on earth. Your ministry. He begins to destroy your ministry. He begins to destroy your relationships. He begins to destroy the things you have built with your own hands. That's the devil. Ba, da ba, da ba, da ba, da da What happened between the devil and God concerning Job? The devil says, you wait, let me strike him and let's see if he will still serve you. God says, do everything, make sure you don't touch his life. Do everything, but make sure you do not touch his life. and since the devil knows he doesn't have the right to kill him which brings him to the last day to destroy so he destroys all his businesses he destroys all the cattle destroys all the camels destroys all the ships destroys everything the man has built and still the man is not fighting god he begins to destroy his health Do, do you understand the devil cannot kill you so he strikes you with sickness he destroys your health he destroys your health that's the devil to destroy tries to kill this dream tries to kill this ministry it's not working so he begins to destroy he paints this person against that he paints person A against person B and you realize that there is a fight from within and the shepherds of prayer life are fighting the leaders are fighting team VKM they are fighting the people that are working to project and promote the work of God begin to fight against each other because the devil is destroying the unity John chapter 10 verse 10 my purpose Jesus says but my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life Oh God this is the mind of God My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Screen, the of chapter 2 verse 9. That is what the scriptures mean when they say no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Not for those who go to church, not for those who listen to prayer life, not for those who are part of this ministry, but for those who love God. do you love god what does it even mean to love god first john chapter 5 verse 3 loving god means keeping his commandment loving god means keeping his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome Loving God means keeping his commandments, number one, and his commandments are not burdensome. Many people complain too much, even when they keep the commandments of God, they complain too much, always crying about it. They make it a burden, they make it a burden, they make it a problem, they make it a burden. What it means to love God, to keep his commandments, what it means to love God, is to keep his commandments. It is only when you keep the commandments of God that the Bible says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for you. Which means that God will never prepare anything for you until you come to the place of loving Him. Are we together? John chapter 14 verse 15 if you love me keep my commandment if you love me to love God is to keep his commandment 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 commandment. these days Christians are picky Concerning issues of anger. Oh as for that one is my business. Concerning issues that the Bible talks about. Oh as for that that one, it's my personal business. who told you in God there is no personal business. It is what He commands. The Bible says, if I will eat a particular food, but that food will command or cause a brother to sin, then I will stay away from eating that food. That I will save my brother's life. Anything you do that causes people to sin, please flee from that. That is a sin. If it is the way you dress, you think you don't care because that's your business. It's a sin. If it's the way you speak to the elderly, you think that's your business. It's a sin. Anything you do that make people despise God, that make people complain about God, that make people bitter about God, it's a sin. Are we together? John chapter 10 Sorry. First Corinthians of the 2, verse 10. Listen to this. But it was to us. That God revealed these things by His Spirit. You see, the Bible is explained. Don't forget, the Bible said, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for you. Now, the Bible goes ahead to say, But it was to us that God revealed these things by His Spirit. God has revealed these things to us by His Spirit now let me ask you do you have the spirit of God do you even know what it means to commune with the Spirit of God do you know what it means to speak to the Spirit of God to hear the Spirit of God because the Bible says God has only revealed these things by his spirit for his spirit searches out everything and shows up God's deep secret which means that God has secrets and it only takes the Spirit of God to unlock these secrets people What relationship do you have with the Spirit of God? For this is the mind of God. What relationship do you have with the Spirit of God? Because if you do not have any relationship with the Spirit of God, then you can never access the mind of God. Who is the Holy Spirit to you? Do you know anything about the Holy Spirit? Oh God. no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit <laughs> listen to this the reason prophets are able to prophesy is because of your spirit British, King K, Hannah are you getting this how is a prophet able to know things about you things in your mind things in your soul i can only assess these things through your own spirit there is a reason why There, it it looks as though some people we always prophesy to them when we are ministering there is a reason because these people open up their spirits you you come with a mindset let's see if that man of God is powerful mostly God will never prophesy to you mostly he doesn't prophesy to many people like that just one or two people I can only assess your dreams I can only assess your thoughts I can only assess your mind through your spirit That is why the devil can never know your thoughts until you open up your spirit to the devil. By opening up your spirit to the devil, it simply means uh, that you open up your spirit to sin uh, because the devil is saying, and sin is the devil. uh, The very moment you have uh, any sort of entanglement with sin, uh, you have already opened up your thoughts. uh, This is the only way uh, the devil is able to access up your dreams, uh, able to access uh, your thoughts, uh, able to access up your flaws up able to access up the things you have locked up on the inside of you come on somebody do you understand No human being, no spirit, no body can access your thoughts until you open up your spirit. So the devil will never know what I am thinking until I open up my spirit and have an entanglement with sin or sin some way, somehow. That is how the devil enters our mind so the Bible says no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit and no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit because God created man in his own image the only way up to access the thoughts of a man up is through his spirit up the same vein up the only way to access up the thoughts of God and the mind of God up is through his Holy Spirit simple So the only way I can tell you the mind of God is to access the Holy Spirit of God. That is all. Are we together? Bada, 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 bada. Verse 12. And we have received God's Spirit. We. You and I we have received god's spirit and how come you still do not know the mind of god how come you still cannot access the mind of god it means that you have not accepted that spirit you have received you know the only way to reply a received message is to read it Have you not realized that? Can you reply to a message you have not read? Then how would you know that your reply is the reply to the message? Yes. When you receive a WhatsApp message and you do not read that message, how do you reply that message? the same way the same way we have received the holy spirit but many of us have never taken the time to study the holy spirit so we can never interact with the holy spirit we can never access the mind of god because we do not even know what the holy spirit does in our lives So this is why people are always chasing after prophets, man of God prophesy, man of God prophesy, man of God prophesy, man of God prophesy, prophesy. you wouldn't need me to prophesy to you if you have an access to the Holy Spirit yourself because the Holy Spirit, he is more than able to receive a lot of deeper things than I am able to share with you. Am I speaking to somebody? The ultimate voice you need in your life is not the voice of your pastor but the voice of the Holy Ghost I am working we have received God's spirit so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us The only way I can know that I can prophesy is through the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, I would never know that I have this wonderful thing in me. The only way you'll be able to own a business in God is to have an access to His Spirit. The reason the church is not as rich as the world today is because the church is not taking advantage of the Holy Spirit and not building any relationship with the Holy Spirit so we have become like canal people that worship God except we only meet on Sundays to pray we only meet on Sundays to worship and that is all and at the, at the end of the service we go back home and there is no difference between the brother that doesn't go to church and us the difference between a worldly man and the Godly man is the spirit of that God in the man any Christian that doesn't know how to build a relationship with the Holy Spirit would never assess the wonderful mind of God God bless you to sir prophet Frank It's an honor to have you. When we tell you these things, we do not use our words. We do not use words that come from human wisdom. Verse 13. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit. Using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. Do you understand? But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it Do You know these days if you are going anywhere That you don't even know and you have a smartphone you have no worry Why because you have Google map? Right you don't know the place but you can get there because you know deep down that you have Google Maps you can just assess it now imagine you try looking for a place with a yam. you would see good afternoon sir you know my friend, you get it, they will tell you oh no 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 watch on crowd. You see, has it not happened to you before? Before Google Map came, we used to ask, they would tell us, Oh no, no, go back. Oh, 10, 10, no, 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 go back. You, you see, people they have no idea what you are looking for, but they are showing you the direction. That is the life of many believers. Ain't you know every service? They are there. When Vincent Chamatin is meeting, they are there. When this one of God is meeting, they are there, when Apostle something is meeting, they are there, because they don't know which way to go. They have no idea how to access the Holy Spirit. Keep on moving around. And for 35 years and for 15 years and for 20 years and for five years, there hasn't been any huge change in your life. What kind of God do you think you are serving? Let me tell you this secret please take this from me if in five years you haven't seen any change in your life you are not in the right direction god would never hold you for five years without changing something 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 in your life It is not about having money, but you would know that if you compare yourself to five years before, things have changed either in knowledge, either in understanding, either in a sense of direction, either in which way you have to go, it is not even about having money. You can be as broke as you used to be, but you still know that something has changed. You understand things a lot more better. You know things a lot more better. How can you be in God for five years? Oh, man of God, since 2018, my life has been like this. Please move in the right direction. Pay attention to the Holy Spirit you have received. To people who are not spiritual, everything we say sounds foolish to them. And they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Is there anybody here who is understanding what I'm sharing show, show by hand show by hand and if there is at least an amount of understanding that you are getting from this it means at least you are spiritual but if what I'm saying still sounds like so free, so free I don't know I don't know as in a near bread, but me, me share she, we shadow Listen to this Those who are spiritual Can evaluate all things Those who are spiritual The Bible said they can Evaluate They can evaluate all things But they themselves Cannot be evaluated by others you understand you can evaluate all things analyze things get deeper in matters spiritual people we are unstoppable people think I am able to prophesy because I am a prophet no I am able to prophesy because I have the Spirit of God and if you also have this same Spirit of God you can do the same thing I'm doing Oh God! You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. You only need to have the spirit of God. That is all. Now I ask you again. Who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach God? Can you teach God? can you teach the Holy Spirit some of you your your lives are so confusing that sometimes you have to explain yourself and your emotions to the Holy Spirit oh Lord you know me. Anna so when people say some things sometimes I feel some way but I not know but some yes, say but you see even the Holy Spirit gets confused hey, please be free okay be free allow the holy spirit to help you you cannot teach the holy spirit you are teaching the holy spirit As for me this is my weakness so accept me as i am hey are we in your kingdom or you are in the kingdom of god which is which the only reason we follow god is because he is the one that created us he is the one that we are in his kingdom you see the human being obey the, the human being obeys the laws of physics the laws of nature why because we have are in the kingdom of this world we cannot apply our own rules you cannot say i will jump but i will not fall try it and let's see You cannot say, I will jump in a river in the middle of the sea and I will not drown. Try it and let's see. Why is it that whenever it comes to God and spiritual matters, we want to enter with our rules. We want to enter with our our feelings, our emotions. We want to enter with our list. Come on. It doesn't work that way. You either take it or leave it. Nobody has rules of their own. For a man of God to say, As for me, I don't do this, I don't do that. Even though God said we should do this, As for me, I don't do that. As for you, you don't do that. Then you are not of God but we understand these things for we have the mind of god we understand these things for we have the mind of christ the problem with the church today is that we have a mind of our own we have a mind of our papa we have a mind of our father we have a mind of our mother we have a mind of our, we mind of our prophet we no longer have the mind of christ we are no longer teaching the people to Develop their mind up into the fullness have, of the state of Christ. Have. But we are training them have, to be like us, have. we are training them up to mimic us have. We are training them up to follow us in every way have, and cast aside the Holy Spirit. Have. Now let me ask you have, your Father and the Holy Ghost have, who can accurately lead you. I can guide you, yes, but that doesn't mean you you do not need the Holy Spirit I've heard father say don't worry even if you don't hear the voice of God don't worry you just listen to what I tell you that is all for the rest of your life just listen to the things I say to you is this also good news I'm asking is this also good news Good news will never lead you astray. Good news will never destroy you. Good news will never bring you down. Good news will never end lead you to sin. Good news will never, will never leave you. Do you understand these things? Man of God, deep within me, I don't feel right about this thing. It feels as though the Holy Spirit doesn't want me to do it. And the man of God says, Oh, don't worry. Just listen to me. Oh, don't worry. Just listen to me. Oh, don't worry. Just listen to me. As do have it is all about me. As though have I shed my blood for you. As though have, I am the one mediator. As though have, I am seated on the right hand side of God. As do have I was crucified on the cross. As though..." have I died and was resurrected on the third day as I have, I am the God Himself. I am the King of the universe. I am the God the Father. I am Christ the Son. Come on, somebody. I came to cast out any imaginations of that dark realm that is not of the Lord. That is leading people to go against God, to go astray, to go against the purposes of God. We break it tonight in Jesus' name. I'm not preaching. I'm still speaking to you. Do you know? This is how I got my message. Let me move on to my colorful word for tonight. Somebody say colorful word. Colorful word. Those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about. This year is our year of many colors. And because it is our year of many colors. Every, every teaching service, I give a word called colorful word, which might or might not be related to the subject I am preaching on. But you need to hear it. And onto to the colorful word tonight. This is a dream I had on Friday last week, not just this Friday, on the 14th of April, I had this dream. Listen to this carefully oh god oh god listen to this around 8 a.m in the morning i had a dream in a dream i saw a middle-aged woman walking in the street with her husband these two were arguing sharply as they came And then I saw myself following them as they were arguing now I realized the street was empty like there were no other persons there were no vehicles there were no animals just the three of us in the open street I noticed something I noticed that the wife was so scared she was so afraid of the man but i didn't know why the wife was so afraid of the husband and then i started hearing some of the things they were saying apparently the man was some kind of grand occultist and nearly all his predictions come to pass this is a dream are you listening listen to this the man was some kind of grand occultist and nearly all his predictions come to pass the husband was trying to get something like money from the woman but she had had enough of the man wasting all their resources The man always took money from the woman, always taking money from the woman, always taking money from the woman. And this time around in the dream, the woman was tired, I think. You are always wasting our resources. You work and work and work and we, we, we never have enough. The woman was so frustrated, she didn't know what to do, I think. One of the most frustrating things in this life is to marry somebody who is a burden. And that burden is still demanding. Do you understand? You marry somebody who is a burden, and that burden is still demanding. I want this. I want that. Give me this. Give me that. Very frustrating. So I could I could sense what the woman was feeling. She was so frustrated in the dream. So she said, "As for today, I will never give you any more money." Adding so the man said to the woman the man said you would die if you do not follow my instructions the 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 man said if you do not give me this money you would die just like that and i was just following them i was not allowed to to engage as of this point i was just witnessing are asking money from your wife the woman says i am tired i am frustrated i can't keep on doing this and the man says if you do not give me the money if you do not follow the instructions this will be the end of your life and the woman knows that the husband is a grand occultist and she knows that all his predictions come to pass so then she broke down she was so afraid because she knew that whatever the man sings come to pass Follow carefully. so immediately I left the spirit and it was like I was able I entered the flesh it was like I was able to interact with them and so I told the woman and I said hold my hands I don't know, I was moved to say, hold my hands, hold my hands, hold my hands, deep down. I wanted to say more, but I couldn't say more. The only words that were coming out of my mouth were, hold my hands. I know this was the word of God. Sometimes the salvation of God doesn't come in many words. Sometimes the salvation of God only comes in a simple word, such as "save." In a simple word, such as let it go. In a simple word, such as break up, in a simple word, such as jump from here, in a simple word, such as move out of this place. Many of you, you think that the salvation of God always comes in sentences. No. Sometimes it only comes in a picture. Sometimes it only comes in a word. Sometimes it only comes in a statement. And then... The voice that came out of me said, hold my hands. So I was standing on the left side of the woman. The husband was standing on the right side and the woman was a little bit ahead of us, but was between us so she turned back she saw me and saw the husband and i said hold my hands and the husband said you would die if you do not listen to me and i said hold my hands up and the husband said you would die if you do not listen to me sometimes all you need to do is to hold the hands up of the prophet god has sent your way. the bible said and god sent a light up in the way of a widow and the widow said this is all we have we are going to eat and die and this was the salvation of God the, the word of God said cook for me to eat and that was the word of God how can cook up from me to eat be the salvation of God but yes sometimes God is not so obvious sometimes God is not so predictable sometimes you just cannot know what God is trying to do have but mostly up. This is God. I said, Hold my hands up. The husband said you will die if you do not listen to me. And I said, Hold my hands up. I came to speak to somebody. If you are wedded, hold my hands up. Let us do this together. Hold my hands up. Let us worship God together. Hold my hands up. Let us serve God together. I came to encourage you. Hold my hands up. Up, huh? Do not listen to the external voices up. Huh? Hold my hands up. Huh? Do not give it to the external voices up. Huh? Hold my hands up. Huh? Do not listen to what huh? that man is saying. Huh? Hold my hands up. Huh? Do not listen to what huh? that devil is saying. Huh? Hold my hands up. Huh? Ah yeah, Am I speaking to somebody? Huh? Say I am holding your hands up. Huh? Say I am holding your hands up. Huh? Say I am holding your hands up. Huh? Huh? Come on, come on. Huh? You can do better. Huh? La 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 la. La 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 ra gato y para abajo y sola bajo gato abajo y cada bajo gato abajo Let her be up, let her be up, let her be light up. Atoparados, in got a marados, he got a marabah, he to Somebody declare her, I am. her. Somebody declare her, I am. her. Somebody declare her, I Jesus. Somebody's wondering, man of God, is that all? Is that the dream? No, that is not a dream. I said to the woman, hold my hands. And the husband said, if you do not listen to me, you will die. So she turned away from us, the both of us. And she was walking. She was walking. And all of a sudden, we were also following her. And I kept on repeating, hold my hands. And the husband kept on repeating, you would die if you do not listen to me. And I said, hold my hands. And, and the husband said, you would die if you do not listen to me. Listen to this carefully. And this this is what happened, then there was a junction to the left and then the woman turned to the left and I saw a huge mango tree there. So she wanted to flee from the both of us. She wanted a peace. She wanted to be away from the voices. The Bible said, for there are so many voices, but not even one is without significance she wanted to rid herself of our useless voices our foolish voices and many of you you hear multiple voices every day one voice says a positive thing another voice says a negative thing that was the same thing that was happening to the woman in the dream she didn't know should i hold his hands will i die should i hold his hands will i die should i she's so confused so she turned to the junction that had a mango tree on and she took a couple of steps ahead and all of a sudden i saw a snake a snake bite a very poisonous snake bitter and instantly I stood still and I looked at my watch. And in the dream, I saw that it was 3 p.m. on the dot. And ladies and gentlemen, that was her time of death. And I said, God, what is this? And the Lord said, this is not just a dream. This is something that happened somewhere in the world not long ago haven't I had have, I have no idea the Lord said this thing that I just revealed to you is something that happened to, to somebody in reality in reality happened to the person not long ago and the person is dead 3 p.m. on the dot was a time of death the woman died why because she's torn between two voices one voice speaks the mind of god the other voice speaks the scheme of the devil the husband said if you do not do what i ask you shall die and the mind of god said hold my hands I take this opportunity uh, to speak upon anybody uh, that is torn between two voices. Uh. What I mean to say is the voice of God uh, and the voice of the devil have uh, the mind of God uh, and the scheme of the devil have uh, hear ye hear ye have. Uh, I came up uh, to prophesy to you. Uh, this is the word of God. Uh, hold my hands up, uh, and the Lord is willing to save you. Uh, hold my hands up. Uh. What I mean is uh, you need to give your up to this word of God you need to give up and hear up to this word of God you need to practice up this word that i have shared with you by practicing up you are holding my hand up by practicing up you are holding my hands up this is the only way up you shall be saved up it is not about the hours you would pray it is about listening up to the word of God I pray all the time but I do not joke up with the word of God because prayer up does Come close to the power of the word at I pray and I prophesy upon your life. Any confusion in your mind, any confusion in your heart that might lead you to your death. I pray, may the mind of God save you tonight. Save you tonight in the name of Jesus. You will no longer be victimized by the scheme of the devil. You are protected, you are protected up. You are protected up for many of you have, I have been warning you have. Make sure ab, you never have ab, absent yourself ab, from these services have. This is the mind of God, ab. and yet ab, I know have that so many of you have have willingly decided have to have ignore ab, this instruction have that God has given you through me have. But hear me have. What I can tell you for a fact ab, is that you either ab, give it ab, to the mind of God ab, or you become ab, a subject up to the scheme of the devil oh I do not want to see what awaits you have at the end of the tunnel but I know as the Bible said the devil has been a murderer from the beginning I pray that you might choose life I pray that you might choose life hear me people this is the word of God for how long must we shout for how long must we preach for how long must we teach until you realize that God God, um, needs you um, to put your life together um, to set your life straight up um, and return to him um, and live according to him um, and listen to him um. do not use your job um, as an excuse um. do not use your ministry um, as an excuse um. do not use your data um, as an excuse um. do not use your stubbornness um, as an excuse um. are you listening to me um? I break the power um, of stubbornness um, in the house um, in the name of Jesus um. let it be a change um. let it be a change let there be a change up. It's God of Baradosh. It's Barad Baradosh. It's God. It's Yes, Lord, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. The mind of God. Lift up your voice. The God of Baradosh. It's Barad Barad. Raise Declare. Declare the mind of God. Declare the mind of God. Declare the mind of. Jesus, I don't parados, he cut the hop, racatos, yes, 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 I don't parados, he cut about, yes, gone, yes, gone, yes, gone, yes, God, yes, God, I don't parados, it cut about Yes God, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your will be done on our lives as it is in heaven. Somebody pray, somebody pray, somebody pray, somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Yes, Lord. Raba no Yeah 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 I Yeah, go Ta 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 Yeah. Somebody scream. somebody scream somebody scream somebody scream I wanna hear you scream I wanna hear you scream Lebo Parados Ragados Somebody pray somebody pray, somebody pray. Somebody pray, somebody pray, somebody pray, somebody pray. pray. Hear me. Her husband was a diviner and I am a prophet. A prophet tells you the mind of God and the diviner tells you the scheme of the devil here is what happens when a prophet tells you the mind of God and you listen to the instructions then you benefit from the mind that mind of God when a diviner tells you the scheme of the devil and you do not seek for the mind of God you will be a victim of that scheme So if you do not take care, you might think that we are both prophets. No, there are diviners and there are prophets. Diviners only tell you the plans the devil has arranged for you. Some of them will tell you, you are about to die. That doesn't mean that that prophecy is coming from a diviner or a prophet. But you need to have the Holy Spirit to discern whether the word you are receiving is from the Spirit of God. Or from an awkwardist, people, this is the mind of God versus the scheme of the devil. I hope that I've been a blessing to you tonight. Our time is fast spent, and we can call it a night. God bless you so much for being a part. Of tonight's meeting i will encourage you participate in every meeting tuesdays sorry wednesdays 12 a.m we are here thursdays 8 p.m we are on tiktok at Life underscore church and sunday evenings 7 p.m we are right here on Podbean. god bless you so much are there any first timers